You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You You people are cancer! He's a crisis actor. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My God, the bitch was wide! John Podesta rigged the poll. Charcoal girls are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. Spend 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking like children, America! I want to build a wall. Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a leper? Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I think the way! This is the worst possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindler. Scott Adams. Scott Adams, he's on my list. Yeah, it's a what did he do? What did he do? What do these people do? Look, listen, everyone's losing their fucking mind over that debate when it was as bad as everyone thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's the weird part. It was predictably bad. So what are we talking about? I don't know. It bugs me out. Like I was get, I didn't fucking watch the thing, but I was getting reactions from people and they were like, man, this is fucked up. And I was, I just like, yeah, fucking anybody could have told you that. What are we even? Come on. The question is compared to what? <laughs> I guess compared to, I guess the only other debate performances we've, uh, we can compare the man to is from 2016. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta admit guy was way more on the ball four years ago. It is now 2024 and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcasts favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing (laughs) so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts thank you oh yeah and it was like even then people were like holy fuck he's a madman yo now he's like deranged <laughs> i think he fell into the idea that if he just speaks nonsense you can't hold him to anything <laughs> I think that's that's an interesting theory i think that's probably true listen to me it's worst possible timeline everybody i'm patrick yes. i'm eric what's up what's going on i don't know you're very present today what's going are you abusing uh, adderall as, as suspected uh, joe biden is 
No, I'm uh, abusing uh, vitamin D supplements. Oh yeah, that'll that'll set you up. That's hey. the high. That's that high T. Are you feeling high T? Are you working on your body? I am working on my body. Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm happy to hear it. I'm getting ready for uh, Los Angeles, bro. That's true. Uh, it's the Randy Newman song. Uh, you got to get ready to live it. Yes. I, I have to email the lady today and be like, "Woman, stop, stop harassing me." So everybody, <laughs> we we are trying to get an apartment and. Every time it comes down to, hey, Patrick, can you send this stuff over? Done, Eric. And then the lady email, d- different ladies every time, email Eric and go, yeah, Patrick sent me a bunch of bullshit. Could you have him send the real stuff? Lady, I'm employed by a Moldovian company. Okay? <laughs> it's not exactly the most legitimate thing in the world. You know what I'm saying? Just trust I got the fucking money. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, that's that's your, uh, yeah, you got to. You got to figure out how to uh, get these uh, these prissy sort of bougie L.A. people to accept your uh, Moldovian Human trafficking dollars. Yeah, exactly. They should be used to it. Yeah, precisely. That, but the, I think the problem is that I'm dealing in uh, Romanians and they're dealing in uh, stolen children. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that that's the thing. You need to show some kind of. You need to show uh, which ta- which tax document is it that uh, shows that you've been uh, active in uh, the child trafficking scene. Uh, that that's my W fourteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's something like that. Yeah, you gotta you you. you we got to get these uh, these L.A. people, I think, because I think the the Weinstein and the Epstein stuff really kind of shook up the world. So they're trying to be as legit as possible. I don't, this is just a theory. No, I think that's confirmed. That's you what know? the lady emailed you to say. She said, since we got pinched on Epstein, we're going to need to go <laughs> above board for a while. Yeah, exactly. Although this this uh, leasing company on Yelp is uh, uh, people are. I maybe should have looked at the Yelp before we went with them, but uh, oh well. Eric, they're all fucking slumlords. I know, you, you I know. That, that's a good the, review of the landlord. Yeah, no, that that's the thing. That that's there's 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 none that's going to have a, a, a totally solid record. So whatever. Would you like me to start with my notes? Yeah, you've been, see you've been taking notes lately, which I think has greatly improved the quality of our show. But I think it also goes against like everything that we're supposed to be about. Oh shit! Do you want me to throw these notes in the toilet? No, no. I think I think the notes are working, but don't expect me to take notes anytime soon. Uh, crunch. What do you think about crunch? Uh, the the gym. No, the bit the the constant boogeyman for for games journalists talking about the AAA games industry is crunch. Why? Why is that crunch? So crunch is the idea that ahead of a deadline uh, set by a developer that or or set by a publisher rather that developers are uh, typically overworked to the point of uh, inhumane conditions now yeah what i thought was interesting about this is that's undoubtedly true right like they're doing like my friends that work in games tell me they do like 80 hour work weeks ahead of a ahead of a game dropping uh but uh, the reason that this is on my mind is because there's a, a new article accusing CD Projekt Red of crunch. People did that GTA 6, man. Come on. It's an effort to... Basically, here's what games journalism is. Uh, If something big is about to happen, game-wise, you have to manufacture a hot take to attempt to ruin it. That's legitimately your entire purpose as a journalist. Yeah, the the hot takes uh, industrial complex. Right. So... 
this comes up all the time in gaming. But now that I now that I'm a gaming professional, right? Uh, I know people that are much more successful than I. I work in mobile games. It's not nearly the same fucking thing. But it was interesting talking to somebody who works in AAA games who said, yeah, listen, that crunch stuff is literal nonsense. It's the, it's the, I forget what the term is. Um, there's a term for the people that are like quality control people. I, I don't, I like the game testers, the game, everybody who wants to be a developer or a writer or, or whatever, uh, and hasn't made it there yet. Right. Those people are the people that go to the journalists and snitch. According to this guy, and granted, this is just one source, mm. but he has worked in AAA games for some time. He said, and not he doesn't own the shits, so it's like he's he could snitch to me. It's fine. But he said it's always like the call center people, like the, the equivalent of call center that is uh, coming out and snitching on these people and saying that, you know, we're over we're overworked. Crunch is evil, blah, blah, blah. He said that the people that actually do the work do not feel this way particularly. It's just hard work on a deadline and they feel compensated for it. So let's say that this person's assessment is true and what he's experienced is the case everywhere. <clears throat> Imagine how annoying that would be to make like $130,000. You think you're paid pretty well because most of the year you just have a regular ass work day. And then for a month and a half before something drops, you are overworked to the extreme and some people need time off afterwards. And the guy making $32,000 and you believe he's overpaid to test the game or to do whatever nonsense, that guy is going to the press saying that you are, that you're all overworked and that this is inhumane. Would you be angry? Um, Worker, workers of the world, Eric, what, what do you think? It's kind of, well, I guess it's kind of a mixed bag. For, first of all, I mean, I guess my initial reaction would be like, stay out of my business. But at the same time, you know, I've worked 80 hour weeks. It's not fucking fun. And I guess like looking for some kind of change to that in the industry might be in your, might be what you want. Although, however, uh, once you like it, to do that kind of work, it takes a certain kind of person, and usually most of those people are pretty cool with it. You know what I mean? Uh, QA is the quality assurance is the field, and I'm reading quotes from him right now. He says that, uh, let's see, the only people I've ever met who support strong strong game unions are very low talent slash fear of competence based workplace people, or in QA. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know. It, wouldn't a union be a good thing? He says no. He says he says just stay out of it. Everybody in games that is working actually in games is well paid. They're well paid for their hassle. So if they're overworked at for two months a year, he doesn't see he sees that as a viable trade off. <clears throat> right. Now, it also just it's also like it's just a reality of the industry like. In in my industry, like there are certain phases of each of each you know production of each project, and like there is a phase where it's really quite hectic, and there really isn't a 
there there isn't a lot of ways around that. But then like you know that that time period comes to an end and then the work kind of like the hours kind of lighten up a little bit. You just have to, you know, you just have to grind through. Right. Well, that's that's kind of the nature of a deadline. And right. it's interesting. Now, I I don't like I said, I don't work in that end of games. It's possible that it's pure hell that my friend is deluded and that it's a, like a mill in uh, the 1830s. It's possible, right? But uh, the way that he makes it sound is no different than any job I've ever had where they're like in comics. If I, I'm on a monthly deadline, if I say, Oh shit, that's too fast for me. I would have to really overwork myself to get that done. Then I don't know if it's, is, is there an obligation to reformat the way that people enjoy a thing because you're uncomfortable with it? Or is it suffice to say that you could just leave? Yeah. I mean, Am I against working people? Is that what's going on? Oh, well, you might be, you probably are. You have a strong probably bias am. against working people. We've, we've, acknowledged. Hate it, yeah. um, but that being said, I don't know. It, it, I don't know enough about gaming to really say one way or the other, but I think the nature of some industries is, yeah, there's times where shit's quite hectic. Like you said, anything with a deadline, anything that's like writing, publishing, making a thing, making a product, you know, usually they have deadlines and, uh, things can be a grind and like, yo, I had to, yo, if you, I guess if you have like a dream, you know, to say to work in video games, be a developer or a publisher or whatever, or work in, you know, film or something like that. And then you find yourself, you know, in the industry and you're not, your work ethic doesn't match like what it takes to be the thing that you dream of. That's pretty discouraging. So like, Hell yeah. you know, it's discouraging as fuck. So, but like trying to change it from within, you know, trying to change a certain company, a certain work environment is one thing. Trying to change an industry, that's a that's another thing uh, entirely. So I, I don't know. I don't know really. Okay, next up, where is my ventilator? <laughs> Yeah, you, 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 is this the COVID cast now? They're trying to sell it again in New York. It's not going to work. There's tr- they're overselling it. They're way uh, overselling it. I, I sent you a, a tweet today. Uh, I'm trying to, so I've decided that when I get to LA, I'm going to start a stealth Twitter account where I literally follow just the worst possible human beings uh, okay. to get to the, to get to the core of this podcast. Now, today I sent you a cam girl who I've mentioned several times on this podcast, who no exaggeration. I thought I was, I thought I was exaggerating. I thought I was being uh, hyperbolic when I said that she's left the house twice since COVID. But based on what I sent you today, has she left the house much more than that? Do you think? Uh, It's hard to tell how much people front for clout. Um, I would have to guess. I mean, I don't know her very well. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if she never actually left the house. If she left the house twice in this entire time, wouldn't surprise me. Now here's people- my question. Qu- quality of life issue. Simply because she's comfortable living in a legitimate hermetic bubble. Should you have to be comfortable living that way? No. Oh no. Okay. Well, <laughs> solved. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why, why should I, why should anyone live at the whim of someone else like in that way? You know what I mean? Go fuck yourself. Uh, you know what? 
I respect this bold stance because during this COVID period, social media has gone through such ups and downs of it being like borderline getting called a racist or a rapist to say, Hey, is this shit really, is this the shit? Because I don't think it's the shit. This, this shit's not working for me at one time. I would say three and a half months ago, maybe that was tantamount to, to coming and saying like, I rape N words. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was really hot button. It was like, like, why are you, why are you going against the dominant narrative? Why are you saying shit you're not allowed to say? And it now it feels like the only people clinging to that other shit are the mental equivalent of boomers. That might be true. I mean, it's also just like I, I I've talked about it with a few people. It's it's like I think the the pandemic really brought out like the Howard Hughes and a lot of people. Like I yes, think no question. Th- things that were lurking underneath the surface anyway it just totally ramped it up for some people. So like the weirdos who are always going to eventually be agoraphobic, like it just, it just put that on a fast track. So whatever, man, like whatever makes you happy or comfortable, never leave your house again. I truly don't care, but don't like, don't put that on me. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Right on. Like you can write me a ticket or call me a rapist on Twitter. If that's, if that's your prerogative, but like I, I fucking know my soul. So fuck you. I'll cough in the president's mouth. Don't care. <laughs> Straight I'm free. up. I'm a free man. All right. Next up. Uh, this is my note. Dilbert sex harassment claim. Call HR immediately. This guy has his dick out. <laughs> well, okay. Right. So wait, Scott Adams, did he, did someone call him a rapist? No, no, no. He, he, the people are clowning him for having the change of heart that they wanted him to have. Okay. So I don't know if you saw this. He came out and said that he, Trump has lost his vote. Orange man, bad. Okay. Yeah, because he thought that Trump's unwillingness to denounce white supremacists was just a bridge too far. Okay. Now, everybody, even though he did that in 2016, but okay. Yeah, he's done it. So he's actually they've got they've got him on record saying it like four times. When he when 2016, when he was like, yeah, me and David Duke are chill. <laughs> so, but that's the problem, right? Is you can only say I'm not down with white supremacists. Uh, like if that's a thing that you have to say a lot, there might be a problem. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, cause I say a lot of wild shit on this podcast. We don't get too many people actually believing it. No. You know? <laughs> so if people are actually believing it, you know, listen, I've seen a lot of lies out here, but you know, if that's a thing that you've got to address all the time, you know, you might, yeah, be moving, you, you might be moving a little funny. Yeah. might, might do a little soul search there. Yeah. So, Scott Adams just said, uh, yeah, this guy lost my vote. And then he got like a little too, too melancholy or too, uh, verklempt about it being like, you know, he feels personally betrayed because he's been out here beating the drum for this guy. And then he behaves this way to which don't get me wrong. It's fine to clown fucking whatever is this guy, Scott Adams. It's fine. He's, he is an autistic nerd that is also happens to be highly unlikable. It's fine guys make fun of him. But if the point is to win over Trump voters to vote otherwise, calling everybody <laughs> that defects in the, na- the next month and a half a thoughtless retard, as I saw people calling him online, yo, that's not helpful. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, by shitting on Scott Adams, an easily shit honorable guy to the point that it's kind of hacked to shit on him, to be honest. Yeah. It's, you're not really helping. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're just getting the people to double down that are like, oh, hey, I, I was having some misgivings about this Trump guy, but I don't like the way that the uh, soy faced dude is uh, calling Scott Adams uh, an idiot, uh, an irredeemable moron. Uh, I don't like that very much and I don't want to be that guy. So, well, guess I might not vote at all or maybe I'll vote for Trump even. Fuck you. Yeah, well, you know, the Scott Adams, Scott Adams is a weird figure. He was like, he, he wasn't a Trump guy. And then he was, he, yo, he was, he went on this like long thing on, I think it was like Bill Maher maybe where he was like, Trump is using like mass hypnotism. And if you know yep. about hypnotism, you can pick up on it when you see him speak. And then I guess the hypnotism works. Cause like a month later he was like, all right, I'm with this dude. He, and, and his issue was like the estate the, tax, the estate tax, which is such a weird thing, but whatever. And then, yeah, he's been like sort of this like when you're worth pe- 50 million, maybe the estate tech ma- ma- matters to you. I guess. I don't know why what happens to your your stuff after you're dead would matter to anybody, but whatever. Um, I guess like people then people clown on for mad long because he said he was a Trump guy and now he's had a change of heart. I, yeah, I don't I don't I don't really vibe with the like trashing of someone that decide like i, I it just, comes like, over to my way of thinking yeah I, <laughs> like that's weirdo shit but like that but like the twitter crowd like they live to clown they they live for that kind of thing you know yeah i get it but like it's just like when i see uh uh you know this used to be the case this isn't you know nobody gives a shit about gay things one way or the other anymore but it used to be that republicans would have a change of heart like 10 years into voting against gay marriage, they'd be like, well, my daughter told me she's a lesbian and I love my fucking daughter. So here's, here's, it is what it is. And people be like, oh, you couldn't love her before. You yeah. you couldn't love, you couldn't love other lesbians and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yo, listen, guys, you're all, you all got these fucking giant black holes in the way that you see the world too. You know what I'm saying? Just cause you don't share the same ones. Again, I'm going to go on record. I don't know. I've been vegan for something like fucking 20 years. If in the year 2020, you don't recognize that non-human animals are entitled to their right to life. Yo, you're fucking stupid. You got a giant black hole that just follows you around and you can't see over your own shoulder. You're fucking weird, but you don't see me coming at you. I hope that you come over to my way of thinking. So I, I just don't understand this. Like, like, Hey, you finally did the thing that I like, for example, if somebody on this podcast, if somebody listening to this podcast went vegan tomorrow, my first response would not be to go oh, a little late, a little late, huh, partner. You know what yeah. I mean? Like why bother bitch? It yeah. wouldn't occur to me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weirdo shit. Yo, um, we talked about this a little bit last time, but maybe I want to drill into it a little bit more. The, the, the silent Trump vote, um, it's like the one thing, like, okay, according to polls, everyone's, especially after the debate perform the other night, everyone's saying Biden is like looking pretty good right now. Um, I don't know. What about that? What about that IV? I showed you the IV. <laughs> the, yeah. The it looked like a pen could have been an IV. It was probably the adrenochrome. It was probably, he probably had a dead baby like in his pant leg, you know? Uh, adrenochrome. Is that possible? Uh, so yeah, he had he had a he, he had an IV of adrenochrome going into his because you know I was before we did this podcast I was riding my bike as I like to do in the evening I saw several I look I look into people's windows because I'm a fucking I'm a maniac and I saw several houses in a row all watching Tucker Carlson oh yeah 
Yo, Tucker is fucking huge. No, he, uh, people don't get it. Uh, legitimately, Fox News might be the reason that cable still exists. Yo, straight up. And like, yo, I would even go as far as to say, okay, the, we, we know that the culture always kind of swings left, right? Always pretty much swings liberal. Tucker Carlson might be the equivalent for Fox News people uh, that, that Jon Stewart was. People fucking love this dude. Mm. Is that fair? Is that a fair comparison? Very fair. I love like, him. Like, I, so, like, the thing that bugs me out, this, this, this silent Trump vote, I think might be kind of strong. Oh, I think it's for sure strong. And I think, yo, yo, by, yo, at October 1st, 2016, people were given Hillary Clinton a 75% chance. So I'm saying, I know people feel like Biden's kind of a shoe in, but yo, don't get blindsided by this fucking maniac. It's, I really, I just, I'm very leery about people thinking that like anything's a sure thing. Imagine, remember no lady. Who is that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, the lady screaming no. Yes, at the at the inauguration, I think. Yeah. Now imagine. No, no, I think that was election night. Now, imagine her in 2020, second time in a row. Do you think that she screams, or do you think that she discharges a handgun into her head, and then, or maybe sets herself on fire? Does she self immolate on the on the Capitol steps? What does she do in? Because you got to ramp it up. You can't be screaming "no, lady" twice in a row. I, I think she goes full Stephen Paddock. I don't. I don't know how you you don't have a full on existential breakdown if 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 reality fails you like that. Like, like it, I I don't know. I don't know what that person does. Have we done any research into where "no lady" is? <laughs> I don't know. I wonder. There's got to be like a fucking Vox article or something. Gotta be. Where are they now? Uh, the memes. I know there's like a, there's there's several meme pages that uh oh god I, i'm gonna have to go to knowyourmeme.com and find out who the screaming lady is um but yeah i listen there's gonna be people that are blindsided if it goes that way uh we are gonna be in our bunker yeah uh, i'm gonna try to fast track us into gun ownership so that we can be ready for anything because uh, otherwise it's going to be us going into the yard, taking the branches from the lemon tree and f- making po- pointed sticks. Yeah, yeah, that might be the uh, or we could get some like we could get some like unripe avocados and just throw them from our window. Whatever. Those, those are pretty them. hard. You nail them in the longer. head. That's that can that can take someone out. Yeah, they feel like lacrosse balls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the the influence. Yeah, the I didn't I didn't understand I knew Fox News was popular, right? I knew, but like, I didn't know that Tucker Carlson was like a straight up, like, he's a G. Straight up. Like, yo, he is bigger than like O'Reilly was. Like, I think, cause I think when O'Reilly got canceled, they, I think Tucker took his spot and he's, Tucker's, Tucker's fucking just killing it. You and it's so interesting. So Bill O'Reilly's face is disagreeable. Not somebody you'd like want to hang with. He looks like a mean dick, right? Yeah. Tucker has maybe the worst face I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. atrocious. He looks like a confused child. At all times. Yeah. At all times. So I, I don't understand how people can look at him. 
because I can only watch Bill Maher with my. I, I actually look at the corner of the screen when Bill Maher is on the on the television. <laughs> I can't do it. It's so fucking ugly. But s- same thing with Tucker Carlson. He's a hideous man to look at. But here's what I'll say. I go on record all the time to get us in trouble. Uh, I don't actually like Tucker Carlson, nor do I like anything he says. He's pretty good on the fucking TV, man. You know what I mean? Like you and I talk a lot of bullshit. We're not nearly as good at it as Tucker Carlson is. No, I mean he's pretty polished. The the the, the clips that I've seen. I mean it it. I, I mean look, it, it totally makes sense. Like why he is the dude that he is. He's very convincing. And uh, uh, you know, I'm a Fox News boomer now because I've I watched the, the propaganda worked on me, Pat. Yeah, you saw him once, and now you're ready to uh, die die for your government. I'm a proud boy now. Oh, we got to get into them in a minute. Yeah, look at the, they're, 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 they've reared their ugly heads again. Um, no, but but I just I think I really like I because I was blindsided in 2016. I think a lot of people were. I didn't I didn't know. I knew a lot of people liked Trump, but I I just didn't. I I was I I was blue pilled out. I bought into the bullshit. I I didn't think that Trump could win, and uh, I'm trying not to get lulled into another sense of. Uh, of that, because I, I think it's really possible. And like, yo, if he wins again, what the fuck does that say? Like, yo, how do people not like full, fully reject the culture at that point? You know what I mean? Well, I was talking with uh, somebody kind of high up in comics today uh, about uh, another publisher and how they don't seem to self-reflect on any level. That every loss isn't their fault, and every victory is attributable to them and not because it's a complete aberration that, that runs counter to what they actually tried to do. And that's hard. It's hard to form a winning streak. If you never self-reflect, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's who we are. That That's who like the, the left or the fucking Dems or whoever, whoever the fuck the anti-Trump people are. That's who, that's what that is. It's people that never self-reflect, never, like in, if you'll recall, when Trump won, it went from Jill Stein to uh, uh, racist uh, to to whatever the fuck people could throw out there to take the responsibility off of themselves for backing a bad horse. Literally, it doesn't have to get too much more complicated than that. Everybody, you run a compelling campaign with a compelling candidate. The the nation is split in such a way that. And uh, yeah, gerrymandering, blah, 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 blah. The nation is split in such a way that a compelling candidate w- and a compelling campaign can win. So it you might want it to be a blowout, but that's just not where we live. So unfortunately, you actually have to work. And as it turns out, a lot of people just want the presidency handed to them. They think that they deserve it because they're on the side of something. I, 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 I couldn't tell you. Well, I, I think the, the moral shit people get tripped up in. And I think it's like, I, I just think like if he wins again, right. Um, and let's say it's like a 2004 style victory where it's like literally like 51 to 49, you know, he wins pretty decisively, but like, you know, there is quite, you know, the divide is quite apparent. Um, like, I don't know what the the Democratic Party does. I don't know what these what people do. Like, it it would just demonstrate how like deeply out of touch a the Democratic Party is, a like the like media culture. Like, 
it's just it shows a deep out of like out of touch really is is what it is like the fact that your message can't resonate with enough people to to go against the people that are with him like it just it it speaks to the fact that you're living in a country that doesn't represent what it sells like is, is, is does that make sense sure but here's what i would say to that is after when obama took office republicans looked at there was this moment of reflection where they said we're with changing demographics. We're literally never going to win a a national election again. If we don't win over Hispanics. Do you remember this? Yes. So they, they, for two months, they said, okay, we're going to try to win over Hispanics and then didn't do much. And it was kind of an understood, Oh no, Republicans probably can't win. Uh, certainly they can com- control the Senate. You know I mean? Certainly they can, uh, it, it, you can have, uh, uh, certainly red States. You can have certainly red governors, uh, but you're not going to win the presidency. And then Trump who alienated a huge chunk of Hispanics day one, literally day one, won that shit. So what I would say is it's still anybody's ball game, but you actually have to play yeah, I mean, I, I think that's fair. I mean, it, it, and I think it's interesting not to get too in the weeds on this because it's boring. But like, I think if if anything could be gleaned from the like total fucking absolute shit show of the de- of the debate that happened the other night, is there's two very different strategies at play. Trump is really, really going for the base, like just the hardcore base, and and Biden is like just trying to get everybody in on it, you know, Dems and, and alienated, uh, Republicans. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, really in, in reality, I don't, I don't give Trump that much credit to actually have a strategy. I think he's been winging it since for literally five years now. I think everything has been winging it. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. There's look, I know it's five weeks away, four weeks away, but there's still plenty of time. Uh, okay. Can I, ask a question to our black listeners. Sure. Do you feel condescended by efforts to glorify you on Twitter? Mm. The reason I ask is because glorify in what way though? Like, you know, when, uh, like for example, like a black woman starts a a bikini line and all the white girls that aren't actually going to purchase the products, like retweet it and are like, Uh, this is everything. Yes. Okay, we're all familiar with that phenomenon. Today I saw one. This might be a black girl that posted this. I think it's a white woman. Uh, I filed it. The, the note I took was list of things nobody actually believes. So she says, I still can't believe Lawrence Fishburne was only 14 years old in Apocalypse Now and almost outshined not only Robert Duvall and Martin Sheen, but Marlon Brando. So look, Lawrence Fishburne is fine for the eight minutes that he's in that film. Yeah, I was going to say he's literally, I, I don't even think he's in it that long, is he? I think it might be, but here's the deal. Like literally nobody believes that (laughs) like, like, yo, if I were, I, this looks like a transparent effort to somehow embiggen the black guy in the movie when, yo, it was a bit part, you know what I mean? Like it was a bit part from a brilliant actor who went on to do a billion better things. You know what I'm saying? Like this might be his best movie in some respects, but, but it's, he went on to a glorious career 
he in no world did he outshine Robert Duvall or Martin Sheen. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a bizarre statement. It's stupid. Nobody actually believes it. But I just it got me thinking. I was like, damn, do black people read that and go, I, I all right, calm down, lady. You know what I mean? Like is it's cool. Like or like because that's so transparent. Yeah, I, I would imagine there's there's probably more black people that like get the like bump from white people like doing their guilty thing where they're like gotta support these businesses and then they like look and they're like you didn't buy shit motherfucker yo of course of course what what, what did i send you i sent you some link that was or some uh, tweet that was like hey i talked to all my black friends who had their uh businesses shared during the black lives matter protests uh and uh they say that their numbers are all down to what they were previously or below it uh where is everybody it's like <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying yeah it's a clout game black yeah. people i think you're being used for clout it's definitely a clout game but like i mean you know if it's if it's a person's bikini company i mean like how many bikinis you want people to buy i mean maybe you had a nice bump in sales but i'm, I'm supposed to buy another bikini now like you gotta buy one every month even during <sighs> the winter you gotta that's your that's that's our penance as as white people yeah support black businesses so just stack up on up, these bikinis uh, I'm going to try to do this often as list of things. Nobody believes, um, <laughs> next up. <laughs> so for some reason I wrote this, like it's a Morrissey song. Rogan is Fauci. He owes me everything. <laughs> um, so they're trying to nail Rogan for not saying an accurate thing. What did he say? Yeah. The shit about the, the fires in the uh, Pacific Northwest. Oh, again, he like straight, he came up and was like, yeah, I had my bad. Yeah, uh, and the cycle on trying to nail him for that has mostly gone away. But I just wanted to remind all of you, who I don't think I need to say this to because you get the format of this podcast, which is essentially reading the headlines with no knowledge of what we're talking about. Yep. That's every podcast. Yeah. Including Rogan. Yes. (laughs) So simply because he has three million listeners is not to say that he has any idea of what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. And nor does he have any obligation because just for perspective, when people make it about your reach, when people say, but his reach, yo, what the fuck, man? Like we reached to what? 2000 people, some shit like that. Some little, little over 2000. Yeah. Okay. So we, let's say 45,000, we reach 45,000 people. And that is, is there a responsibility there? Does the responsibility start when you get to, mm, I don't know, like 50,000 Does the responsibility, like, where is it? just some dudes having a conversation to wait, I owe you something. Right. Where does that, where is that? And, and where is it like, are, are we responsible for, for just the bad things or the good things? If our listeners go out to a soup kitchen, is it because they listen to worst possible timeline or if they go out and shoot up the soup kitchen, is it because they listen to worst possible time? Like, wh- like uh, I don't understand. That, that, that one's a definite. <laughs> Probably. But I know I just like, like, so, you know, people, we've talked about it before, people that wanted, wanted to crucify uh, what's uh, PewDiePie, right? After the, yeah. the, uh, the, the shooter at Christchurch in New Zealand because the, the shooter mentioned PewDiePie in his manifesto. Why is PewDiePie responsible for that but not the actions of his 100 million other subscribers? You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I, it, it's, it's just- you, a, you, all brushed your teeth, you all brushed your teeth today. Can I take accountability for that? Right. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a game that that you can't win. Look, I understand 
drawing a certain line, right? Like when it comes to political, when it comes to, you know, um, nonfiction formats, you know, I understand that they might have more resonance with, with someone who consumes it because they're consuming it on faith that it is true. Bad idea. Not, not, it's not true. Nothing's true. Um, but I, maybe your mind perceives it because like the Tipper Gore type shit, you know, the, the, the like rap music and and action movies are to blame. Like that's obvious garbage. Right. But because your brain takes it in in a different way. But when your brain takes in propaganda of some sort, like, are you processing it differently? And I, I see the straight line. I see the straight line when, when a wacko, you know, more people who are whack jobs are more likely to, to, to listen to, you know, Alex Jones than non-whack jobs, I suppose, right? So, but again, when it comes to culpability, I just don't know how how you can 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 voice that on the person making the content yeah you can't stupid can i holes to me it's just and it just doesn't i i I don't know free alex jones free alex jones 100 percent. yes alex jones army dude infowars i i told i sent you a link because someone's been bootlegging them on youtube i haven't watched it in legitimately like maybe like three or four years he is polished as fuck What's so funny is that you and I are always going to cape for these fucking real clowns slash monsters like Ben Shapiro, Tucker Carlson, like because we know that we can't get out six words without saying fucking or like or or or, um oh shit what was that uh, the guy you know uh, yeah uh, you know fucking guy Uh, he's the guy that uh you you know he's you know I mean that's that's what normal people do and these people are, are extraordinary and you might think that because we admire their ability to talk that we would want to lay in bed with them or be their friends not the case no not the case <laughs> so but listen can i ask a question that was not on my notes sure <clears throat> regarding me doing kind of like a black scent you know we've talked about how that would probably be a good addition to the podcast um did we what if, what if I do a black guy, a specific black guy? What was what was our determination on that? Do I have to do it perfectly, or if I do it poorly, does that become racist? Uh, this is all you. I'm, I'm putting this all on you. The reason um, I ask is because I think people reveal who they are with this conversation. Today, I spent about twenty minutes trying to do Thomas Sowell. You know this guy? I do not. He's a black economist. He's highly contrary to, you know, I guess like the dominant narrative in most respects. Very critical of Black Lives Matter. Um, Shits on Bernie. uh, Thinks AOC is uh, not smart enough to be a waitress. Uh, Those are the type of dudes that I find so interesting just based on like, you know, they might be the minority opinion as far as like black thought is concerned, but like they exist and people want them so bad. They want to ignore them so bad. Oh yeah. Uh, and they also think that by calling them really vicious names that they're going to go away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, if you're strong enough to be that person, like I, I forget whether this person's wrong or right. Forget if any of these people, you and I, uh, Tommy Sotomayor, we don't think he's particularly right when he's no. calling like, he's calling like black women bugs and shit. Like <laughs> that's we're, really we're not, ugly. 
That's not our message, you know. <laughs> but yo, if you think that you can bully Tommy Sotomayor, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like you're going to lose because you can't you can't defeat a guy like that with bad words. He exists in bad words. That's his briar patch. You understand? Yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, I tried for like 20 minutes to do Thomas Sowell today. Uh, and he says things like, well, it's extraordinarily dangerous. And, and it, so it'll be like, what do you think of Black Lives Matter? He'll be like, well, I, I th- suffice to say it is uh it is a duplicitous organization that also happens to be uh, highly dangerous. Uh, so he talks like that, right? Okay. And th- that wasn't a very good job. But it made me curious because if I did a Boys in the Hood style black scent, people would accuse me of racism. But because I do this like guy who talks like what he is, which I think is like a pen professor or something, I don't think anybody would say that to me. And it's just... This is just a reminder. Eric doesn't believe that we can win the culture war via this podcast, but I do. If you're in the sound of my voice, consider why you would have a problem with me doing my easy E accent, but you don't have a problem with me doing my Thomas Sowell accent. Just, just explore your souls, everybody. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to win the culture war. Eric, you're a soldier in Jill Stein's army. <laughs> Now, yeah, back, to my, back to my notes. Go. Did you break no simp September? Um, did I simp for anybody? I'm trying to think. I mean, like, what's the definition of simp? You know what a goddamn simp is. I know, but like, like would you consider a, a reply guy a simp? He's right on the line. That's the thing. Like, I think you could probably put the word reply guy on me, but I don't think you could put simp on me. <sighs> those two things they they're kissing cousins i know i know and I, honestly i'm trying to get better at it i'm i'm i think i'm 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 no i, I think i can't make any certainties right because like you know the maybe i have to take instagram off my phone but reply guy eric i'm trying to i'm trying to quell that beast you know what though if i was a single guy i think i'd be a reply guy because i really don't see anything wrong with telling somebody they look nice that day no, I that's I don't think there's anything that's unless it's like they make it clear that they're like leave me the fuck alone. Then it's like okay, yeah, leave, yeah, that, well, leave the so, fucking person alone. But like what you're suggesting is that I don't stalk someone, Eric. I, I that wasn't what I meant. Right. <laughs> well, sometimes reply guy is you know sometimes it can be a little stalkery. So it's not it, that's never a good only be the reply guy if you get some kind of positive you know uh, affirmation or po- po- sure, po- positively you- received. You need to to ask for feet pics a few times before somebody says yes or no. That's true. That's true. Because you don't know how you'll be, you know, you you never know how you'll be received. So, Um, so did you break no simp September? I'm going to say no. I, 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 no simping on my end. Okay. Did you see the kid that is being accused of being it's the no simp September's uh, biggest betrayer and defector and Judas? No. What did he do? (sighs) I guess he simped, but like, tell me, tell me more. Cardi B has an OnlyFans where she eats soup. Okay. And uh he he kept hitting her with hundred dollar bills and an or a hundred dollar uh uh donations in an effort to be noticed. Paid her eight hundred dollars and then went on Twitter and said, Damn, eight hundred dollars and Cardi B still won't notice me. <laughs> and and then she replied with hi baby. Wow. So, so here's where well, here's where he's getting clowned. Because people are saying, yo, 
you could have gotten a PS5 for your high baby. Which one is worth more to you, Eric the Simp? Answer the question. Well, look, I, I need to know what his earnings are, right? If he's unemployed, $800 is pretty egregious. But if he's making bank, 800 might be nothing to him. So, That's fact. You know what that I'm saying? That might have been his stimulus, and God bless him. Exactly. Yo, that's less than yo. That he could have spent. He spent the eight hundred from the stimulus, and then had four left over. So, like, you know, he could still get that fucking PS Five. Really, it's just then it's just a hundred bucks out of his pocket. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it, like I said, if though if he's unemployed, living in his mom's, you know, eight hundred. Yeah, that's 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 pretty egregiously simpish. Um, what if he didn't pay for his mom's insulin this month so that he could give Cardi B eight hundred dollars? Yeah, it sucks then. <laughs> but, uh, you know, 800 might be nothing to the man. So it could, it could be funny enough to just throw that at some. You know, I think having an OnlyFans where she eats soup is really funny. I think that's a, funny, that's a really funny bit. And I think if he has that kind of money to blow, that it's funny to spend money on that. That's, Agreed. Agreed. So, so I'm not saying not necessarily a simp, but definitely I, I need to know more about the dude. Okay. Next note, uh, McGinnis Jews is the note. Mm. What's now, going on? what's going? Wait, so are you talking about McGinnis? Is it McGinnis Avenue or McGinnis Boulevard in Brooklyn? That's exactly right. There's Where a lot they, of Jews there. A lot now, of Jews. Well, that's kind of a more Polish neighborhood, but there's certainly Jews. Here's what I'm going to ask you: Could you please, for both of our benefits, never start a fraternal order that is about Western chauvinism? Oh, are we talking Proud Boys? Yeah. The reason I say this is because today I saw a gross misrepresentation of Gavin McGinnis, like a thing that he did 10 years ago. Okay. And actually it wasn't 10 years ago. It was probably five years ago, whatever. Uh, gross misrepresentation. It, 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 it uh, took a thing that he did being funny and it, it reported on it as though it was literal. So it would be a bit like watching Dave Chappelle's last special and saying that Dave Chappelle's strongly held beliefs are X, Y, and Z based on that comedy bit that he was doing. People right? love doing that. Yeah. Or one step further, it would be like, I don't know, uh, watching uh, uh, the hangover and, and assuming that the actors in the hangover live that lifestyle, right? Right. Because it was clearly a bit, clearly in the vice mode of provocative literal comedy. And this reportage took it as literal because that man has opened the door to people taking him literally, right? So, and Eric, it's important because we say all sorts of shit on this podcast. It's important that you never start a Western chauvinist Men's club. Um, I mean, there's a lot of words that can be used to describe me. I don't think chauvinist is one of them. <laughs> no, I'm you're pretty far on, from that. The- but 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 here's the thing: if we're gonna if we're gonna if this is our defend Gavin moment, yo, there's a lot of things. It's not really. It's not really. It's, no, it's, it's just, not. But but just- let's, let's be real for a second. If it, there's a lot of things, first of all, I think it's hilarious that that Vice is the one to put an anti-Gavin article out there. I think that's hilarious irony. But Aside from that, um, you know, there's a lot of things that you can say about the Proud Boys. Not a not a great organization or or a nice group of people. They're not racists. Well, okay. So they have, do they don't they have black members? I mean, so yes. look, 
I don't know the souls of the people in them. Certainly some of them possibly have uncharitable racial views. Maybe a lot of them are racist, Eric, but Eric, black is the power allowed Eric, to join the company. company Eric, here's the problem. Organization. Here's the problem. People have blended racist to mean uh, volatile dickhead ex-boyfriend energy uh, cop lover like all of this shit that does not make any sense to your mother father grandfather's notion of racism and those things need to be reconciled because as you and I have talked about you're not here to win the culture wars you are you'll use whatever language people want you to use but we got to know the rules because when you look at a group of people and there's one black guy, six whites, and a Puerto Rican. And y- you go, who are they racist against? Uh, Asians? You know what I'm saying? Like, who, yeah. who, who's, who's left? Uh, however, the argument in 2020 is that by maintaining the by – being, by being Western chauvinists, they are pro, pro-colonialism. They are uh, pro-Western uh, superiority. I think that's the nature of any sort of chauvinism. Uh, and uh, does this manifest in a cohesive way that is a platform or an ideology? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's just sort of like, uh, hey, we're angry ex-husband type of dudes. Uh, we're going to get drunk, uh, possibly fight some dudes that are way skinny. Now, does that strike you and I as meeting the criteria for actual racism as you and I have seen in this world? No. But, you know, if, you, if you're using the broad white supremacy, it certainly does. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll concede that. Sure. Maybe it, pro- it promotes some form. Of, but my, the thing where I get hung up on it is, yo, if you are trying to make an argument to somebody that doesn't know, I mean, really, this is moot because, right, no one's actually trying to do any coalition building. I mean, that's just one thing that we have to kind of admit to ourselves. But let's say for the sake of of what my argument is here, you are, right? And if someone says, I don't know who the Proud Boys are. They seem like a bad bunch of people. I heard they're racist. And then you look at them and you see a Cuban guy or a black dude in the organization with a tattoo that says Proud Boy. You go, oh, wait a second. Maybe that yeah. person who told me that they were racist was lying, and now yeah, I don't correct. trust them. Correct. Is so. There's got to be. I really think that, like, I've stopped fighting the notion of white supremacy as this larger idea <clears throat> in line with critical race theory or intersectionality. I've stopped fighting the language, even though I think it's like very sloppily applied. But there's got to be a word for just, hey, this is a regressive, violent energy coming out of these dickhead men, and it's not strictly speaking, racist. There's got to be a word. And you're right. It's confusing for people to look at it and go, yeah, I'll be honest. They just seem like dicks. They don't seem like they have any cohesive ideology that you could attach to it. And, and certainly not like a racist mindset, a a racist way of thinking or, or lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It's just, it comes up every now and then the the, the proud boys, you know, are, are back in the, the, uh, they're back in well, the, uh, the sphere. Listen, just, just so I'm clear. What Trump did in my view, it, 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 it nobody's going to impeach Trump. Trump could do anything. 
in the next month and they're never going to risk an impeachment. So he could, he could say something truly insane and it wouldn't matter. He could do something highly illegal and it wouldn't matter. Um, but what he did at that debate, I think actually should, he should be impeached. I, I, I think that the, even though I'm totally willing to give a man the benefit of the doubt, speaking extemporaneously in front of an audience of millions that it's possible to fuck up and say something stupid. It is deeply irresponsible to say what he said, right? Stand down, stand by or whatever. Stand by. Yes. You're speaking in the moment. I will make excuses for anyone speaking extemporaneously. Eric, if you just started yelling Kramer style, N word, N word, N word, (laughs) I'd be like, you know what? We are in the, (laughs) we are in the moment. You know what I mean? Like there's no telling where a conversation is going to go. Yeah. So, I make excuses for anybody, but what he did, like I'm not game for political violence in the streets. I think it's what separates the last hundred years of the United States with a lot of the world, right? You could argue the sixties, you could argue the sixties, but there is a difference between armed. There's countries where political factions will battle in the streets. We don't have that here. And for anybody that's keen on it, my new rule, we've talked about this, have we, Eric? If you haven't been punched in your face in a decade, you are not allowed to call for sectarianism or partisan or violent partisanship. That's the rule. You must like have that. received blows to your face in the last 10 years. Okay. Yeah, I'm with that. I don't think I've I don't think I've gotten punched in the face, and it might be about ten years now. Yeah, I might be going on that. I think 2010 was the last time. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I, I co-signed that. Yeah, um, I, I mean, it was it was you know when I first because I wasn't watching the debate, and when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, he's like they asked him this thing, and he's dancing around it like a like a spaz, and like you know, but 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 when I heard he like said what he said. I was like, damn, that's not good. No, it's, I, I, again, I think it's, <clears throat> listen, I don't take shit seriously. I don't think this guy's the menace that other people think he is because I think that he has really not, he's no sort of policymaker. You know what I mean? So I'm not particularly concerned yeah. about anything that he's doing except for bringing down the discourse in the United States to the level of toilet water. That part he needs to fucking go. Yeah. But when you even in tone that you support political violence. You got to get the fuck out full yep. stop. Get yep. the fuck out. Yep. So, so, uh, I'm like Scott Adams. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was Trump's biggest fan now. No longer. Yeah. You were, you were, you were MAGA hat Patty. Yeah. I hope you guys will all accept me on your side. Yeah. So next note, are you ready? I'm ready. 300 million. What's that mean? That is the uh rel- that is the worth so far as anybody knows <clears throat> of Dick Costello. Do you know who Dick Costello is? I do not. He's the former CEO of Twitter. Okay. I uh, he the other night on Twitter said me first capitalists who think you can separate society from business are going to be the first people lined up against the wall and shot in the revolution. I'll happily provide video commentary. 
Uh, Eric, let me say this, man. Yeah. To our to our listeners who try to paint me as a pro billionaire sort of guy. This guy's worth three hundred million and thinks that he's the same as you. <laughs> this is what you sound like to me. This is this martyrdom, this ridiculous revolutionary perspective from people who have no stakes in anything. Uh, this guy is a buffoon and he believes what he's saying. Just as many of you who are anti-billionaire are totally lost in the weeds on this, that, yo, it's crazy that everybody looked at Trump's $750 uh, tax payment and said, oh yeah, that's a, that's really bad. And didn't look at Biden's like, I don't know, ridiculous multi-million dollar tax payment and go, wait a second, wait a second. That means he must be making how much? You understand? Like, it, it's so weird to me that you could look at a Pelosi who's worth like 30 mil or something like that and be like, yeah, you know, she's good late. She, you know, uh, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? Where is the cutoff for when somebody is possibly on your side to when somebody's a monster? Because this guy thinks it's definitely not 300 million. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, dude, I, I got, look, I got no respect for anyone's political opinion. You know what I mean? Like maybe like three people, uh, on, yeah, on, on the entire face. You know? So, so I like, if he wants to play around, if, if a guy worth 300 mil wants to play around, like he's part of the, you know, whatever, man, that's like a, that's a gimmick. You know, that's, that, that's wrestling to me. He's really into airsoft. That's cool. So, this leads into the next conversation with, which is uh, Brian Armstrong of Coinbase. Mm. Are you familiar with Coinbase? Is that some kind of crypto? Yep, it's like a crypto trading thing. I think. What, what's the name of a uh, What's the name of our cryptocurrency? Oh, that's a good question. Um, mm, gamer bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, Coinbase did an interesting thing. They, uh, they said, Hey, we are not, we don't engage with, uh, okay, here's the actual language. We don't engage here when issues are unrelated to our core mission because we believe, because we believe impact only comes with focus. That's some gibberish. I don't even know what the fuck means, but he's basically saying we do not engage with, with, uh, with, uh, social causes. We, that is not what we do here. Don't come to us for conscientious capitalism. Don't look to us for black lives matter, uh, banner. Don't, that's not us. And, and this is gamer bucks, right? What's the name of the company? Uh, gamer bucks, uh, Coinbase Coinbase. And he said, if you're on, if you're a current employee of Coinbase and unhappy with this policy, please take advantage of the newly created, uh, buyout se- uh, separation package that we've put together. So this is one of two things. This is a guy who um, has his own viewpoint and is going to run this company the way that he sees fit. And uh, it'll draw some criticism, some accolades, and uh, hopefully... Uh, means nothing. It's just whatever. Or, or this guy is as smart as he seems and he sees the writing on the wall and that this is going to be 
this this will be what the smart companies do, what the forward thinking companies do Mm. is divorce themselves from the Pepsi notion of social justice capitalism. And I don't, you know, hard to say what's right or wrong here, but it's very interesting that a company should just finally say it. You know what I mean? Instead of getting themselves jammed up the way that Spotify got themselves jammed up, Spotify, many would argue uh, an inherently uh, malignant company is now having to pretend that they give a fuck about human lives. Yeah. <laughs> that must be, a, that must be a really fucking hard uh, position to be in, you know? So uh, I kind of like this, you know, as you might guess that I would, but it, because I, I really believe that if you are working in an environment where you don't, accept the dominant narrative on things where you're not in line with the company policy on whatever, whatever it might be. Uh, that can become a hostile work environment. And I think it's worth considering that these, that companies that attempt to be wholly apolitical might actually be servicing their employees in a worker's rights capacity, much better than those that wave a banner. I think what it would take is, um, because I think the primary motivation is like, Yo, people don't want to. Well, look, I won't be. I won't be that cynical. The primary motivation for a lot of places might be that it actually reflects their views and what they what they think. Um, the other motivation might be they don't want to be yelled at. They don't want to be taken a task on Twitter or whatever else. I think what will be the deciding factor is seeing. I guess on a long enough timeline, you know, maybe a couple months from now what the effect in taking those stance or not taking those stance or as gamer bucks is doing taking an opposite stance does because yo fuck it it's yo all these fucking companies they're motivated by money they're they're taking a position unless they're like so safe where like and and, and unless they're like head, headed by a uh elon musk type you know and have a real personality or culture behind the company themselves like all they care about is money. They're going to follow whatever trend gives them money. So it wouldn't surprise me if more likely than anything that a lot of these companies just stay out of the shit because as we've talked about and is evident to anyone that does a little bit of research, um, most of this country is center left and they, especially when it comes to buying things, they don't really give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Um, if people gave a, f- if, if everyone wholly gave a fuck, like we wouldn't be getting most of our goods from slave labor in China. You know what I mean? Uh, what would Thomas Sowell say about it? I have no idea. He'd say, Eric, there are, uh, there's no solutions. There is, uh, by, by the very nature of human interaction, there is only compromises. So mm. the question remains, what compromises are, are you willing to make? None. Cause I don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. No, I don't know. I, I'm just, I it just, it's just, it, I don't trust. I don't take a company's a corporation's words to mean anything to me. They exist to make money. I don't, I don't, their stance on anything like I said before, you know, I don't I don't give a fuck about anyone's opinion. Like I'm happy to hear them and I'm happy to consider them, but at the end of the day, I don't really give a fuck. And I especially don't give a fuck what comes out of the mouths of a corporation. 
I think you have to be insane. I think you have to be crazy to to, to think that it, it fucking matters what some giant conglomerate thinks about anything. Yeah. They think about money. Well, as you and I have talked about, there might be people in those companies who have lost the plot and maybe think that what they do is about more than money in some respect. But I think that those people are going to get the hard, fast memo soon. But and, and I, th- that's what it, it comes down. I mean, what it comes down to is the money rules the day. It no matter what they think, even if they think they have a higher purpose or ambition or message, they do not. They they well, do not. No, I don't mean that they don't believe that. Themselves, but it's I'm saying that the company it, doesn't believe that. Like, do you recall when Google's had a had a mission statement? Kind of. Okay, so it used to be don't be evil. Oh yeah, yeah. They literally changed that. <laughs> to be to eh, eh. do what you got <laughs> do what you got to do you know it's, it's a confusing world out there yeah what is evil anyway you know yeah yeah right. that, that's their new mission statement is well what is evil yeah um you know i i, I don't know I, I, company people are bizarre to me because i yo and i gotta say as a person that's been working for the same company for going on three years now actually just over three years I like my company fine, um, but I, I would never swear allegiance to them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's so strange to me that you would operate in that way. Yeah, are, are these I mean, people that are bereft of any kind of other identity? Like, is this like you made what you do forty hours a week like your persona? Like, is it more of more of a philosophical thing? Because it's just it's just strange to me. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's ass. It's it's like it's people that that never. It's people that didn't listen to uh, to 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 youth of today when they were fifteen. Well, that's for sure. You I know? mean, it, l- listen. I don't know who the person who wants to be a conscientious capitalist is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I guess I'm one because my idea of of success would be to have enough that I could help people when I wanted to. That would be like a that that would be a marker of a successful life to me. Right. So I guess in some respects I am that thing, but I don't understand the mentality of somebody that thinks that they can work at the dog euthanizing plant and also be an animal rights advocate. I don't understand the rationale of the person that says I'm an environmentalist and I I work at the uh, tiny plastic bead factory. Yeah. You understand? Now that's not to say that you don't do the things that you have to do in life to get through. I, no, I think you you have to, sometimes you're put in compromised positions, which just fucking suck dick. Of course. But, but maybe stop beating the drum so loud during the period that you are a reprehensible weasel. Mm. Yeah. And, and I think we talked about it last episode. If, if you like, wanting to change the culture at your company. Like I I can, I can understand that a little bit, but like trying to change an industry or trying to expect some moral high ground from a thing that's total modus operandi is just making as much bucks as possible. I just think you're defined by having no moral high ground. (laughs) Yeah, precisely. And, and, and it's not to say that you shouldn't, hold them accountable necessarily if they're if they're look if your company if spotify is donating some of their profits to uh the 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 uh ethnic cleansing of the uyghur muslims in china 
okay, maybe you might want to speak up about that. I, I, I can understand that. But forcing them to like, holding them to only this, the only standard that you're holding them to is to make this like soulless corporate response that's is supposedly in solidarity with like your values is just like, why do you even want, like uh, it does nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Goof nugget. Mad goof nugget. Up. Ill goof nugget shit. Okay, so two last two last notes for you. Okay, I uh, just bought Lord of the Rings in the five dollars section of iTunes, uh, the animated one. Oh, uh, so for anybody that is in the sound of my voice, uh, it is. Uh, I think it's like nineteen seventy nine, maybe. Um, Sounds right. It is uh, available now for five dollars. Those are and, the Bakshi ones, right? That's right. Um, for people that are into animation. Uh, into uh, iconoclasts and into uh, independent animation. Uh, this would be one of its most ambitious uh, uh, entries. Next up, I'm going to ask you to weigh in on a thing that I'm sure we don't want to talk about. Uh-oh. Do you have any opinion? This is one I'm on the fence with. You know how I'm not like, a, I'm literally, if, it, if this was, if I could make you less of a pussy, we would... 100% be deeply offensive. Uh, I would get run out of my subculture and I would be smiling as I rode the horse backwards. Uh, but I understand that you are, you know, you're not, you're never trying to hurt anybody. Right. So, yeah. uh, this one actually gives me pause because I don't know how to talk about it the way I'd like to. All right. I'm getting the eggshells ready. Chrissy Teigen's miscarriage. Oh boy. Yep. Uh, um. <laughs> what, 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 what is It's sad. Certainly. It's fucking, um, fucking tragic. Okay. <laughs> I, what are you trying to say? A thing I find really annoying is people managing other people's uh, grief. Oh yeah. I hate it. Big weird one. Big weird one. Like Brianna Taylor's mom wants to buy a Bentley. Let that woman buy a Bentley. Get off her dick. 100%. You understand? Uh, nine 11, uh, widows want to get fake tits, more fake tits for them. Yep. I think that managing other people's grief makes you a fucking weirdo scumbag. Big weirdo scumbag. That said, Uh Oh, <laughs> Having a photo shoot of your miscarriage yeah, is by any definition fucking weird. Yeah. You know, I, I had that thought. I mean, I, so I, when I clicked on the thing, when I saw the tweet or whatever, and I, I mean, I, I just thought, oh geez, that's, that's so tragic. I'm, I, I felt, you know, I had a moment of empathy for this person. I have no, I don't know, but yeah, I did. I it crossed my mind thinking, Weird to take a photo of that moment. Multiple photos. Weird. Like photo shoot. And listen, I'm sure that they were there to take a photo shoot of her having a healthy birth. But I don't know if we pivot to a dead baby. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, yeah. Well, were they, I, I just assumed it was an iPhone photo. Why do it in the dramatic black and white? (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah there's there's no i look i i don't think 
I don't think this is a tough thing to think about or talk about. I because I think most people would agree. Like, yeah, bit weird to take a photo of that moment. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I would not say that in the presence of Chrissy Teigen or John Legend, but I might uh, think it. Uh, what do you think her Instagram looks like right now? Oh dear God, is that that's a dark road to go down, my friend. <laughs> so, because uh, she also she was also on the receiving end of 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 PizzaGate people. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh well, one of the first responses that she got was karma for being a pedo. Jesus Christ. So, uh, listen, everybody. I, how I, that's a that's that's a dark soul, man. I there's a th- there's a situation I can't talk about because uh, I, I, like the world, my world will turn on me. But I saw I saw somebody in a similar situation, real tragedy. Also, do a photo shoot. That was about a week and a half ago. Okay, and. It blew my fucking mind. Yeah. And this is no different. That if you're taking tasteful black and white photographs of your amputation or your your dead child yeah, or tra- tragic uh, moment, yeah. Like listen, if somebody happens to be there, yeah, like if for some reason a photojournalist is in your miscarriage operating room, I, I guess, but it, look, I'm not trying to manage your, your grief, Chrissy. And I apologize for all the times I said you were mad ugly, <laughs> but I, it's just odd. Is it odd? It's definitely odd. There's, there's, there's okay. No, thank you. There's no question that it's odd to take a moment, to take a photo of, of really horrible, tragic, uh, traumatic moments. It's it's odd, and it was it definitely crossed my mind when I saw when I when I came ac- when it came across my my Twitter feed. So, not I don't think it's a weird thought, and I'm sure millions of other people that that witnessed this news item probably had that same thought too. Why would you take a photo? I, I you know it feels like it feels like a curb your enthusiasm type thing. It's like why why are you? It's just it's just odd. It's fucking odd. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, very, very, very tragic situation. Very, very, yeah. Um, I, I haven't, I haven't had the stomach to kind of go down that, that, that hole of like looking at the comments because I'm sure, yeah, like you said, the one that I'm sure there's, there's Pizzagate weirdos saying things like, ugh, karma for being a pedo. (laughs) It's just, oh my god! That's how someone—that's something—that's something that someone did today, you know? Oh yeah, like and now they're just they're watching and they probably feel good about it. Oh yeah, they're they're sitting and on their couch watching, you know, uh, ninety day fiance or uh, no, they're watching Tucker. They're watching. They're 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 cozying up with a bowl of popcorn and a and a and a, and a pumpkin beer. And they're yep. watching an episode of Tucker thinking, hey, owned that bitch. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to get into it, but there's some really unhealthy people out here. Yes. Like, dude, like it's been, it's been in my, it's been in the foreground of my life this week is like, yo, there's some fucking nuts out here. Straight up, straight up nuts, dude. And, and, the and, and 
we're all privy to their inner thoughts. Yo, I've I've talked about this before, but fuck it, I'll I'll go off on it again. Yo, when you're walking down the street and you see the 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 nice looking, you know, 35 year old uh, doing her, you know, workouts, you know, at the park or whatever, in the park bench, you're enjoying a nice, uh, maybe a nice uh, apple cider or something. You know, it's fall time. You're sitting there. And you see this person go by and you think, oh, you know, they're a nice looking person. Like, I wonder what they're like. I wonder what their lives are like. Now you look at their Facebook and you see that they skin cats for a living. Yo, yeah. You're not supposed to know that about your fellow man. Nope. Stay ignorant, everybody. You're not supposed to know the souls of these weirdos. And you're and these weirdos are not supposed to have an avenue to 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 uh, express their weirdness this way. Yeah. It's it, 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 the way that they can congregate and seem like a teeming mass is disturbing. And yes. uh, I, I feel like that is the biggest failing of social media. And and it's like that. That's a great point, too. Yo, the QAnoners or whatever. This isn't a group. This is a bunch of people with Internet access who were weird and confused. Yeah, but that defines everybody now. Yeah, no, straight up. And that that's why the the mental health of the nation is just so bad. Yeah. Bad. All right, is that all is that all your notes we could pivot to Twitter things? That's my list. That's your list. Okay. Uh Blades of Glory 2 wants us to talk about 69. Did did 69 do anything today? Yeah, he overdosed. Oh no, is he okay? And he's in the hospital. I don't know if he's okay. Jeez, I sounded really concerned there for that guy. You did, yeah. Okay, so he's in the. I presume uh, he's probably at some hospital in New York. Maybe he's at Maimonides or uh, or uh, Long Island Jewish. Should I should I go check on him? Yes. <laughs> should I go? I'll take you my should, mom's car and I'll go you check. Should do, you should do no research though. You should just storm in <laughs> to the ER of uh, Mammoth Jew and just start kicking things over and go six nine six nine. Where are you? Where's six nine? You should do that. And they'll be like, what? And they'll be like, the guy with the face tattoo? Where is he? You're keeping him from me. Where does he actually, does he reside in Brooklyn? That's a good question. Not now. No, not now? No. I bet he's in Jersey now. You think? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Is he, so wait, he OD'd? Do we know what on? No, it's, it's, I've never even known him to talk about drugs. Um. Let's see, six nine OD. Maybe it was like one of these Russian things where he was poisoned. Drugs are hard to fuck around with nowadays, man. You got that fentanyl and everything. It's like, yo, remember when you had like health class in like eighth grade, and they'd be like, "Doing drugs once will kill you," and then you like, well, at least in my experience, you guys, that's not true. And then you do mad drugs. Yo, now it's kind of true. Yeah, no, it's definitely true. If any of our listeners are doing drugs, you're fucking dumb at this point. Or at least have a fentanyl test kit with you. But even then, yo, I still wouldn't trust it. No, nah, I don't trust anything. No. Not yeah. worth, it ain't worth dying over. It's tr- oh, it's- wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. What? <laughs> wait a second. What's going on? So, no. What's happening? <laughs> Tell me. No. He overdosed on like fen-fen. He's trying to cut weight. Oh my god. Diet pills and caffeine. Jesus. You can over you can OD on that? What I guess you just you probably like get Heart, hard arrhythmia, I'm sure. Oof. You don't want that's yeah, be careful fucking with that stuff. He was on caffeine and hydroxycut. 
That's mad embarrassing. That's very. I mean, he is a pudgy guy. Good for him trying to lose the weight. But you just got everybody. It's ex- it's exercise and it's primarily diet. It's primarily diet. Yeah. Uh, that's oh geez. He's oh man. That's so clowny. Especially yo in the rap world when you when you. <sighs> that's not a thing you like to be clowned upon for. No. So he says that he was uh, using hydroxycut because of his serious weight gain during his time in prison. Uh, he was over 200 pounds when he was in prison and he's lost 30 pounds since he got out. So good for him. Good for him. Well, what, what do you, I guess you probably stress eat when you're in prison, but yo, hit the yard, my G hit the yard. I, you know what? I don't think, he, I don't think he could hit the yard. No, I think he was probably in some version of uh PC. Uh, he, 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 uh, I don't think he was taking very many chances when he was in there. Fair enough. So, so wait, he was part of that, part of the, the like a lot i know a lot of people were let out cuz of covid don't think he was no i thought that was the case well, but um, he made the argument but i don't know if it was honored so these people who were let out for covid are they just allowed to stay out yeah you're you're commuted you're you're good that's fucking awesome you know i, I didn't tell you about the incredibly weird article that i read about the the lady who uh, was threatened by the people camping outside of her front door. And when she would call the police over and over and over again, it's California. And they said, yeah, there's a moratorium on enforcing any of these laws. Sorry. What? That's crazy. It's a great story. Everybody go read that one where she had to go get a gun. With respect for doing what you have to do. Yo, that's, that's sick. Imagine how stoked, like if, if you were locked up and your sentence got commuted because there was a pandemic, I'd be, I'd be on top of the fucking world. Yeah, well, I I'm using the word commuted, but I think you're still on parole. So it's not whatever, man. You get you you're out the you're out the joint. You're fucking in your house now. Yes, you are. That's lit. You can play PS5. You can you can fucking watch porn. Yo, I'm happy for these people. Same. And that's 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 a joy in life that I don't think most people will know. No, is is uh having like two and a half years shaved off your sentence because uh, they figure you're probably going to behave and COVID. And yet my man, uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? Kodak, <laughs> Kodak Black? No, no, the guy that, that killed John Lennon. Kodak Black. <laughs> Mark David Chapman. He can't, he, you can't let him out yet? Mm, Chapman Black. It was fucking 40 years ago. Let him out. No, for sure let him out. Let him out. All right. Um, at little dim, dim sum 69, uh, says, uh, I need, I, he needs Pat's review of all the Tanga eggs. I haven't been able to use them. I've got zero privacy until you and I move in. So I go to Alaska in a couple days. <clears throat> and after that, I, which by the way, uh, we should, what are you doing on Saturday? We should hit my dude. See if I can't get tattooed. Um, let's do it. The, uh, I go to Alaska in a couple days and then I move to California with my boyfriend, Eric in a uh, 300 square foot apartment where we have to, uh, t- to get to the refrigerator. I actually have to enter you. I have right. to penetrate you. If, if two people are in the kitchen at one time, they're inside of each other. Yeah. Uh, and what was the question? I was thinking about penetrating you. T- uh, Tanga eggs. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've had no privacy. I've had less privacy than that. Don't you have a bedroom? I do, but I was talking sexy to my girlfriend on the phone and I stepped out and I stepped into my mother. 
And I said, this is not, this yeah. is not serviceable for an adult. Yeah. Not great. I will I, say that b- being at your folks house is way sicker than people say it is, but the lack of privacy and the general feeling like a loser are the downsides. Yeah. But you know what? The, the, uh, the stacks, the stacks are nice. And the COVID excuse of it has like, Oh yeah. Everybody's got that right now. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of relieved some of the loserdom that you feel big time. I'm a little sad to be leaving, to be honest. I could, I could fuck it, man. Yo, if we stayed another year at our folks house, we'd have like, I I won't speak for you, but I'd have like, I don't know, $19,000 saved up and just chilling. I'd be, I'd straight up, I'd be dropping eight hundo to get uh, Cardi B to notice me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be watching those soup vids all day. You know what though? It, here's what's fucking funny. You and I are both grown men. Uh, technically we make enough that we could live on our own. Yeah. Uh, in eh, okay places. Um, I think it's funny to go to live together and just continue to save money living like animals well into adulthood. Yeah, it is pretty funny. I mean, but but we, we're, we're going, we're not living like animals. It's going to be lit. Uh, You know what you say that, but I'm going to live on a cot for the first four months. (laughs) And when it comes time to buy a couch, you and I are both going to look at it and go, Oh yeah, this couch is sick. And then we're going to go, it's $800. And, and we're, we're also going to go, wait, we got to bring that upstairs. Right, right. We're going to look at this couch and we're going to say, it's, it's all right. It's all right. How much is it? Uh, it's 500. Uh, can we do better? Uh, I, I don't know. Is, is, is LA like New York where I could just hire like some like big buff Israeli dudes to carry my couch up the stairs? Oh yeah. Okay, good. So maybe there's hope for us yet then. I, yeah. I'm thinking about how much like, cause I'm not, I'm just going with a suitcase. I'm not bringing anything. And, that, and then I got, well, wait, that fucking means I got to like, get it when i'm there oh god it's gonna be a so straight up first day there i'm taking an uber to an army navy surplus store buying a cot uh have you seen these things that get advertised on instagram i'm going to buy them they they're just right angles that you they're like they're clamps put at a right angle so you can make furniture out of anything Mm, okay so if you had any same with similar. If you had any similar with uh, uh, planks of wood, you could make furniture using these clamps. That's what I'm doing for uh, a desk. Uh, potentially, uh, I, I don't even know what else I need. Bookcase. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, and then I might just get cinder blocks and put a mattress on top of the cinder blocks. What what if what if we had a theme where all of our furniture is inflatable? Oh, I don't mind that at all. <laughs> or what about what if about if we just had a giant beanbag instead of beds? <laughs> yeah, those giant beanbags are funny. I, I but they're always getting thrown out because nobody ever wants to move them. I don't know. I might need an actual bed because I'm weird with. I mean, I'm gonna inevitably be sleeping on a pile of clothes for the, the at least a week while we're there. But uh, I probably need an actual bed. I'm de- I so I th- said to my mother that I was going to live on a cot and th- thinking that it would upset her because I like to upset her, and she said, "Oh, that's what I used in college." And I said, <laughs> "Excuse me," and she said, "I took your Greek, uh, y- your my uncle, your Greek 
grandfather, your great grand uncle, whatever, uh, his Greek army cot. And that's what I used in college. Okay. It's and probably- I said, damn, damn, no wonder my, you fell in with dad. Did it smell like Kalamata olives? Are we allowed to be racist to Greeks? I'm Greek. Yeah. You pl- pl- I'm giving you the pass. You can use the G word. No, I thought you were Italian. Yeah, so I am I am apparently uh, the Rachel Dolenzal of Greeks. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you're the you're the Krug of Greeks. Yeah, I've been pretending to be Greek since I was in first grade, but as it turns out, I'm actually Italian. It's funny because I can't. You don't look Italian, but you don't. You definitely don't look Greek either. I can't. I don't know what the fuck's going on with you. No, your name's Patrick, but you're like the least Patrick of any Patrick I've ever known. Is that right? Yeah, like, you know when, like, someone, like, presents, like, what their name is? Like, you know what a fucking Kevin. You know Kevin. I know Kevin. You know Andrew. Not, yep. I mean, not to name drop someone that we actually do know, but, like, you, I don't know. You don't present like a Patrick. What do we say? What do we say I'm going for? I don't know. You're like a, you're like a, ah, fuck. I don't, you're, you're, you're Shabazz the Disciple. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm I'm Sun God. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, another another Twitter at uh, Bad Boy Hunt eight one two says, uh, which candidate has the better supply? Uh, I think Biden is that got that IV drip in his arm. So uh, what I'm referring to, everybody, I mentioned that earlier in the podcast. Uh, the porn girls who all believe that we live in a pedo state with underground uh, railroad that takes children from Hollywood to uh, like a, a, uh, or takes them from a port in uh, New Jersey in an underground tunnel all the way to Hollywood. Uh, some of them believe into the playboy mansion. Uh, those women are sharing a photo of Joe Biden at the, uh, debate with what appears to be an IV in his arm. Yeah. And it's legit. And uh, it's it's full of adrenochrome. It's keeping him alive. It's full of adrenochrome. That's why he looks so vibrant. <laughs> Yo, I gotta say, sometimes I'm I, like I walk around. I'm like, yeah, Biden's not so bad. I don't hate the guy. Whatever. And then I I I see him, and I'm like, fuck, this guy's so old. We're doomed. He's so old. Doomed. Like people had a problem with Bernie. Like people couldn't get on the Bernie train because they were like, he's too old. Yo, Bernie looks like a 20-year-old man compared to this dude. No doubt. Like, it's, I, I, yo, he looks, and I, this is the first time, not to get too deep in political shit, because since we already did it, but this is the, I, I think it's the first time, maybe since, you know, the 1800s or some shit, that, like, a major party's put up a candidate where it's been a very widely acknowledged, though unspoken thing, that this is a one-term deal. Yeah. One term of this. There's no. There's no eight terms of this, or uh, or eight years of this guy. I I don't want to get started again, but I honestly think Democrats uh, are are truly pathetic creatures. They are like just worms. No vision. Fucking worms. And and not to not to do the 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 thing where like we like parrot right wing talking points, but from a from a from an angle that's like vaguely. Uh, uh, reasonable and there, therefore we, we have, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, 
That's literally this podcast. It kind of is. Yo, if we, if yo, but if Joe Biden was a was a Republican, oh, <laughs> yo, could you imagine? Oh, the Hunter Biden shit alone, like yo, we want to talk so much about Russian interference. Check out what Hunter Biden did. I don't give a fuck, and I don't think it matters. But if he was Republican, you would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big up, big, big, big fucking weirdo shit. All right, whatever, yo, who cares? Uh, yeah, Trump, Trump's got that. Trump's got that Adreno on deck. Uh, it's fire. It's fire, bud. Um, he's got the supply. Uh, what else we got here? Yo, I, I just want to say a thing I see on Twitter a lot. Yeah, is super dark girls, super dark, who who are always going off on like. You know, I am beautiful. And I've said this a hundred times on this fucking podcast. I'm currently attached. I'm not looking for super black girls. Speaking hypothetically, baby girl, you never need to feel like you're ugly. If you are hot, I've never, I'm sure they exist. I'm sure you face discrimination, blah, blah, blah. In my life, I've never met a white guy that gives a fuck about how dark you are. So just come over here, come over to this side of the aisle. You know what I mean? And nobody's going to say shit. Like I'm just fascinated by this colorism thing that everybody tells me is real, but I'm looking at these super dark girls and going, yeah, you look good, ma. You know what I mean? Who's mad? Mm. And I don't understand. This is just proof that I'm the least racist person that's ever lived. <laughs> I, I, I know it's technically October, but I think you're, 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 you broke race simp September. I just, it's so weird whenever I see it because there's these girls now, it's like, it's like a trend on my Twitter. I don't know how popular it is otherwise that the girls are like fucking dark and they're all on some like, you know, what, you know, my teachers in high school said I was an ugly black bitch or whatever the fuck goes on. And I'm always like, what, who is, or the boys in my school didn't like dark girls. You were at the wrong school, ma. You know what I mean? Like I, any school I ever went to, you would have been the fucking queen with those curves. Mm, damn. <laughs> You're simping. I just, I just think it's such a weird thing. I just, I, honestly, I just want to like, be like, I, if I was single, I would be like in the DMS being like, Hey, I don't know what you're going through, but Jesus, come on. Do, do you have, uh, do you have bladder problems? I do. How'd you know? Well, cause at, uh, the lizard prince, great handle. Um, says he wants to know more about him. Oh, would I say I have bladder problems? Um, um, no, I just go to the bathroom on average 12 times a day. No, so do I. And it, it freaks me out. Cause I, I supposedly that's a sign that you're like pre-diabetic and I'm a big dude. So that like freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, I, I pee so fucking much. It's like kind of frustrating. See, I like it. I'll be honest because <clears throat> whenever I hear about people getting these fucked up, you know, like colon cancer, or UTIs, or whatever the fuck people get down there, I'm trying to keep everything in working order. If that means I've got to get up and go to the bathroom every hour and a half, I'm fine with that. I think it's like affecting my sleep, though. I think I'm, I get like shitty night sleep because I have to wake up and piss every fucking night. Mm. like every night, like around sunrise, like, you know, five thirty, six AM. I I'm waking up cause I got to piss. What do you think the fine print is on this news item? 
Middle school administrators couldn't decide whether a trans student should be sheltered with boys or girls during an active shooter drill, so they left her outside. Oh, they left her think? outside. What do you think the fine print is on that? I, I, I kind of just don't believe that story on any level. Uh, I, I don't, I couldn't make, I, that's the kind of thing where my eyes would scan it and I'd go, oh geez. And I'd keep, I'd keep scrolling. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, that's like such an absurd story that I, I just, I'm sorry, everybody. I just don't buy it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I buy it necessarily. Well, I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. I guess it's possible. I don't know. Oh, wait, they're trying to get Melania now. Oh, okay. Again. Yeah, they've got her saying um they've got her saying who gives a fuck about Christmas in in July of 2018. Yeah, who gives a fuck about Christmas? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm with that. That's the smartest thing she's ever had said. Yo, I don't think that there's any more like prominently visible person on earth that I think about less than Melania Trump. I think she's hot and I don't give a fuck. Really? Yeah, uh, today she did like some anti-drug thing. And I was like, you know what? Hottest fucking uh, first lady ever. Why don't we just keep her around? I'm voting Trump. Mm, voting Melania Trump. Yeah. Um, I have no, I have like no strong feeling on her whatsoever. I could, I could not care any less about her than I do. Um, how do you feel about orc racism in D&D? A pro. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember there was like some kind of, I remember years ago there was some kind of debate or on whether or not um, the orcs in Tolkien's Lord of the Ring were like. Uh, yeah. So the debate right now is are, are the orcs some sort of analog for people of color? And I listened to a Tolkien super fan who is black go into great depth on this and go, uh, well, Tolkien was incredibly big on no analog whatsoever. Um, he he believed in uh, applicability, not uh, n- n- not author analog. So <clears throat> the idea that you're welcome to read in whatever you fucking want, but I don't mean anything by this. I or not necessarily. I don't mean anything. I don't. I, there is no real world analog to this. Do not come to this looking for like this isn't World War One. No matter right. what you think, you know what I mean? And, uh, that, uh, so the people that think that are wrong, they're also apparently like weird Bible people basing it on a wrong reading where they're like, well, he did say the noses were flat and you're like, well, I don't know if that, is that all there is to being a fucking black guy? Is yeah. Your nose is a little fucking flatter than the white guy. I don't think that's all there is to it. And then they're using arguments like, uh, I forget how they describe the skin, but I don't want to be mean. The writer that I saw that was making the argument that it was racist didn't understand what the word meant. So it wasn't jaundice, but it essentially meant it's a color that is like, like, you know, blue and dead sort of thing. And she must was, not know that yellow. that's not, What's that? I thought jaundice was like a yellowish kind of color. It is. It, I said it's not. It's not jaundice. It's it's something. It's a word that I whatever whatever color they use to describe orcs is a sickly color. It's okay. supposed to be a perversion of man, right? So it's a sickly 
like kind of dead corpse-ish sort of color. Not black. And only color, only person of color by virtue of the fact that it's not white. But but the the this and an, an, this analysis of of it that I was listening to from a black guy was like yeah, if you're looking for these race analogs here, then the dwarves and the elves are the one that you're looking at. And that is, it's easy to find racial commentary in that. It is not at all easy to find racial commentary in the orcs. That's just literally like somebody who's never, who's only seen the movie. Because apparently their color in the movie is not their color in the books. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, there there's no... There's no, or whoever this person was is right. There's no real world analog. I mean, like, Lord of the Rings is about World War One only in the sense that, like, the author is, you know, authors write based, uh, you know, based on their, you know, their their informed worldview. So, you know, suggesting that, you know, World War One being a thing in Tolkien's, you know, setting his his existence. Then, then yeah, but like looking for, you know, some sort of applicable analog to the world. I mean, it's just find something else to do. Please. <laughs> um, what are you, uh, Hawkeye Silva wants to know, um, what's the best fast food for vegan folks? Um, I guess probably the, the sliders at uh, White Castle. Oh yeah, I've never had those. I've always meant to. I the the uh, people like the the Impossible Whopper. So they straight up give you diarrhea the same way that a, a regular White Castle burger does, which I mm. think is fascinating and fun. That is fun. Love getting that diarrhea. Um, this person seemingly uh, made a Twitter account just to ask us a question, so I have to honor that. They're they're asking, uh, why are tattooists such OTT gatekeeping weirdos about what they do? It's basically tracing. Not all of them are tracers. Um, what is OTT? What does that mean? What does OTT mean? OTT over the over the top, maybe over the top. Listen, tattoo artists are dumb scumbags. <laughs> wow. It's just what it is. Like literally the reason that I go to the tattoo artists that I go to, they're talented people, but I go to them because I can tolerate them. And I, I hate tattoo artists. I wow. hate them. I, I've worked for them and I like the ones I work for. I think they're the lowest form of life. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. I seriously, I, th- I think that they're like, they're complete jokes. They're like people that have like Jason dolls in their place of work. Mm. It's, it's definitely corny. I don't, I don't know. I don't they listen I'm, to the misfits. I've been known to listen to the misfits. Oh, time for you to start tattooing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I have no tattoos, so I, I can't really, I can't say, but yo, it just to the, to speak to the nature of gatekeeping. I mean, you give anyone a little bit of like, uh, I don't know if authority is the right word, but if you, if they have enough of a resume and anything, they'll, they'll gatekeep the shit out of it. It's true. It's just, it's like some weird, it's human nature tribalism shit. It's like, it's the fucking tattoo art. You know, you know who tattoo artists are? They're the old lady at the public pool when I was a kid that wouldn't let me in because I didn't have my pool pass. Yeah, they're just bitch motherfuckers. I I don't, listen, I hate fucking tattoo artists. What what do you think of the glizzy gripper? 
Oh, I meant to ask you. Yeah, I wanted to bring that one up. I, I, it's, it's it's so Dadaist that I have to love it. Yeah, I also look. I don't know. Maybe eating hot dogs is gay. What? Do Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Eric, are you there? Yeah, I'm here now. We we might have to wrap it. Just I, I think my dad got home and he's looking at OnlyFans. God, how many subscriptions has he got? Ah, that's a good question. I hope I hope a few. Um, we we didn't. There's nothing else really on this uh, the the Twitter thing. I, I don't know. I don't really. I have nothing to say. Do you have anything to say about the movie Carlito's Way? Nothing. Yeah, I got nothing to say on that one. Um, I think we addressed most of the stuff. Uh, muscle mommy milk. Pardon? Um, uh, uh, mommy milk. I like it. Big milkers. Big milkers. The lady from AT and T. The lady from AT and T. I hope she's having a nice night. Uh, gl- Glizzy Gripper. I didn't hear anything you said about it because my internet is uh, deciding to to piss out. Um, but I, I, I got to support it. Yeah. I'm not against it. Not against it at uh, all. All right, everybody. Uh, I have to go to the bathroom for the 13th time today. Uh, we will speak to you soon. Eric wants to do the only fans, uh, with the election. You want to do an election night to take people's mind off it. We'll talk about that. Uh, but, uh, you know where to reach us. Uh, Eric is going to start looking at the, uh, the shit again. So hit us. Yeah. Uh, hit us on Twitter at WP timeline, hit the, hit the Patreon, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Yeah. I'm thinking of me. I think it would be funny to just like live stream our only fans a thon while the election is happening in the background. I think that's really funny. I like that idea too. So, so we might, we might do that or it might come at you sooner. I don't know yet. Um, we also got to figure out live streaming, but we're going to get on that. Yeah. Uh, everybody be good. Uh, you know, um, uh, and we'll, I like uh, the idea that your internet just shitted out because your dad made a frozen pizza, sat down, and started watching OnlyFans. That's 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 what's happening. That's one hundred percent what's happening. All right, everybody, be good. We'll catch you next time.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.